and relax. Take a breath, everybody. Breathe. How you feeling, Jack? It's sick. Sick? Tired. Why are you sick now? I'm not sick now, but honestly, that reaction after the game, I felt like I needed the longest lie down. Even when it was done, I, feel, I still felt stressed. It was like the PTSD hadn't <laughs> subsided yet. It was absolutely horrible. But now, you know, we've had, had the week, we've had Bank Holiday Monday. You know, I've had a chance to calm down. and mm. uh, I, I don't know if I like football, you know. I yeah. don't know if I like it. Mm. I, I really don't. The bit, be, bit before it's good. And sometimes a bit after it's good. But it's just that middle bit where they kick the ball around. Yeah, just, you know, that 90 minutes where, yeah. like, where they play footy and that. I, I, don't like, I don't like that bit of it. 100 minutes. Yeah, when um, Stuart Atwell is your ref. Well, I mean, it, it probably was. It probably was extra 10 minutes with the, with, with everything that went on. But, uh, yeah, it's all over now and we can all just relax a little bit and, and, and then wait for the next drama. Whatever that drama is, I imagine it'll be something to do with... Uh, MSP or you know uh... how long do you reckon we're giving it like do you reckon we're thinking like oh we're writing by Thursday let's get it right we're writing we're kicking off by Thursday um... no I don't I don't know I don't know well I'll you know how long's a piece of string you know what I mean it's we'll have to just wait and I, I imagine we won't hear anything about anyone leaving the football club till probably then probably then uh, anything before and would be um Probably wouldn't be within the rules and regs of 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 uh, businesses, I would imagine. Uh, you still need still need four people on the board, or, or you know, or whatever it is. So, um, but but I think yeah, the sooner that can come, the better. Um, again, because otherwise people will start getting a little bit anxious. Then going, are these people actually going anywhere? Because as a fan, you don't follow the rules, do you? Of of um, whatever the general practice is in business. No, and then we don't know the ins and outs either, and, you know, people are just going to be thinking, they're not going to be viewing it of, oh, well, you know, business, general practice, yeah. and that is going to be thinking, get these gone, this get can't happen out. again. The longer these are here, yeah. the more poison this yeah. club becomes. So, well, hopefully... Seven, 74 days till the new season starts. 74 days. So, um, and in between that, there's got to be a pre-season and, and, and buying players and... and, and the manager actually said after after the press conference was brilliant after the game. If you haven't seen it, it's it's um it's on the channel there. It, it, it just basically says I haven't got a magic wand and I don't even know what my budget is. And we will because they didn't they didn't didn't do anything till they knew where they were. So the, I'm sure there was contingency plans for either way, but. You They've know, not got a fully scoped idea of what's going to happen. Well, there's no, not even a pre-season. So, not officially anyway. So, you know, it's it it needs it needs some kind of there needs to be an agency, doesn't there now? Between because otherwise, you know, um, otherwise we don't want to be in that position again next season. Not not anywhere near that. Uh, we want to be and don't and that's what he basically said. He said, you know, I'll I can work with what I've got. Um, and and I need a little bit more, and um, and it, next season will be difficult. But it's but but then you look at like someone like Bournemouth, who obviously we beat. If you can get to that magic thirty nine forty point mark as early as possible, you can be safe for weeks knowing that because it will be. You look at the teams who are coming up next season. I mean, don't want to look too far, but they're not exactly heavyweights, are they? And this season was a this season was um. It was very unique because of the World Cup and everyone getting that little bit of extra time to work with the players. And also not using it correctly while a lot of teams did. Yeah. So so it, it, it might it, next season might be a bit more formulaic. You might get two of the teams that come up go down again. Um and that would leave that one space. And Everton has to just be better than, than they were this season, I imagine. And that's only, by the way, that's a one win better, two wins better. Those little fine margins, but if Everton got what well, we finished with thirty six, so if Everton got forty two points next season, you'd look at it and go, going in the right direction. So I don't think next season's going to be anything. Um, I don't think it's going to be uh, major changes, but I think you know you look at I think say, I think if the league started when Dice came in, I think we would have been thirteenth. So 
if you look, you'd, if you, you'd take that. You'd take you? that. You would take that, and that's what he said. He said, you know, everything's here. Fans and everything said, you know, we're a big club, but we're not going to be at the higher end of the league. No, and I don't think anyone really expects no. that, do they? All we want is just a sign that we are moving in the right direction. Let's improve by eight points. Yeah. Let's just carry ourselves more like a well-run business and a big football club next year as mm-hmm. well. Let's just have less incidents that make us like stick our head in our hands and go, what is going on here? Let's get through a season with one manager. <laughs> yeah, that would also be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? Let's keep one manager for the season. Let's just have a dead boring season. Yeah, No that's... dramas. You win some, you lose some, but you 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 look at it and go, we're doing all, we're doing all right. Just want no one to talk about ever, and I don't want them to have a reason to. I yeah, mean, don't just... want to be that drama club, do we? Just don't, just don't want to be the club that everyone's talking about all the time, off the pitch, on the pitch. I just want to be something where, um, yeah, we are. We want to just be a boring club. No, and that's no one's end game, is it? But, you know, we're trying to view this realistically and trying to just, okay, it's one step at a time. It's one step up a very long, lo- uh, mm. very long road. Let's just, you know, have a you know a comfortable season where we don't have to worry about relegation. You know, anything above that would be nice, but I think it would be disingenuous to expect more than yeah. that. And then, you know, let's just have a nice, safe, comfortable season where we're clearly moved in the right direction into Bramley Moor, into the new stadium yeah. where things can start to change. Well, yeah, that's it. It's the last full season at Goodison Park, so it should be a joyous, trying to make it a joyous affair. But the league table um, for home, just home results, we're in the bottom three. I mean, you know, that shouldn't be... A lot of people talk about our away form, but I, we did pick up more points, by the way, at, at home than we did away. But in terms of where we were, you know, in the bottom three for our home, and, and if it's going to be our last season at Goodison, you know, people always talk up Goodison um, like it's a fortress, but it certainly hasn't been a fortress the last couple of years. So that's got, if that was to improve straight off the bat, straight away, um, we'd be, you know, we were to pick up an extra three, four wins, which shouldn't really be an issue. Should have... You should be winning eight eight games minimum at home, and and if you win eight games, you're basically safe. So if you can look at that, you, that's that's you know that's less than half the games. But if you win like eight games at home, you're you're gonna be pretty safe. So that's that's something big for next season. But um, but as I said, just just but just it's just relief, isn't it? Just relief after uh, you know after everything that's gone on and and even the way that they played out. Um, we went into the bottom three um, in the live table, um, and a lot of people f- probably, well, a lot of people did fear the worst. L- luckily for us, the time didn't tick on too much, and and luckily we scored just before Leicester got their second as well, which you could imagine like the mental blow if that had gone in. Yeah, well, if the, if that had got to the players, definitely. But I think Connor Cody said in his um. In his tunnel interview, they didn't know Leicester were winning until they got in for half-time, so maybe that wouldn't have got to them. Mm. As much as Defo would have got to the fans, because you could tell it got to the fans when yeah, the first one went it, in. It wasn't too bad, though, because where we were... I mean, where we were, someone actually suggested West Ham were winning. Um, but luckily, the the rumour didn't get too far, because um, no one could confirm it, because no one could get on the internet. Um so it was. It was when when Le- Le- we all knew Leeds were win- losing quite quickly, um, but when Leicester scored, it was just a case of most people were like, "We have to win this." We knew we had to win this. I think that was the most. That was most people's mentality. We all carried that mentality. I, th- I think we a lot of people win. I think a lot of people outside the club. You know, I, I was on Radio Five on um, Friday night, and I was on with the Leeds fan. I was on with the Leicester fan, and there was almost this idea that they were trying to create this scenario where the pressure was on Everton because they had to win. Uh, and I just suggested to them that Everton had to win anyway, you know, because it's a game of football, and we had to win. Le- Leicester had put us in that situation last week by picking the points up, and and I think that I think if you have that mentality, if you have to win, and nothing else matters, that and that in the end carried us through because it was once we got the goal, it was it was uh, do or die defending at times. It was everyone snapping in, everyone making sure. Um, they did the jobs and everyone ran that little extra couple of yards to make sure they made a block or just even if it just stopped the ball little things that really should have been there all season little things that you don't always see where it's just a case of like if you can stop across and force them to take a throw then little things like that and and we don't see that enough And I, but I thought Sunday that was all there 
Yeah, you do think, why aren't we getting maximum effort anyway? It is easy to say that, isn't it? But you can tell we got that. We got 100% from every player on the pitch on Sunday, and you can't ask for more on the day. No, and and even when you look at the scenario of the players, I was looking at, I looked at the last Frank Lampard game, um, the team, compared to that game, and it was missing three players, which is, it doesn't seem like that, but the last uh, Lampard game um, had... Uh, Dominic, Michalenko and James James Coleman in the team. Uh, obviously, no Decore. But the back three was the same back three, funny enough. Me and Atak, yeah. Cody. Um, the the makeup of the midfield was slightly different, but but that just shows you the uh, it shows you how little the managers had to work with. He's had to work like look at the look at the bench on the bench on Sunday. Effectively, he had three players to pick from. Because he had two goalies, he had he had I think we only had eight on the bench, and and it was so it was basically Keane Holgate and and Ellis Sim, Sims uh, and Mope. Um so it was you 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 you're working with nothing, you're working with absolutely nothing, and that that's so that 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 to me shows how well the managers galvanised them, and I think I think they'll go away now, and when they come back, they're going to be in for a rude awakening. This preseason is going to be. Huge because the manager knows that he's not going to have loads to work with again, and therefore everybody's got to be absolutely fit. Because in his mind, he'll be like, "You play for ninety minutes." He clearly doesn't like making subs because of his lack of options, and he'll have lack of options next season. But um, yeah, it's 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 it was uh, you know every single player run themselves into the ground. I think if we can talk about the manager for a minute, go on, mate. We can say he's got some stuff wrong since he's came in, hasn't he? You know, he should have played Mina a lot earlier than he did. You know, he did lose his head quite badly when Decore was unavailable as well. But yeah. overall, if you look at what he's got out of these players, his complete lack and absence of goal-scoring options. Yeah. He turned Dwight McNeil into a sort of semi-goal scorer, which he, Dice couldn't even do before at Burnley. This yeah. is the most impressive Dwight McNeil's ever been in front of goal. He's got them working as hard as they can really he's made the most out of a bad situation he's got players like James Garner playing in positions they've never played in before and doing well and credit does go to Garner for that as well but overall I've had my problems with Dice this season but overall you've got to say he's done a good job no he has he has done he has done a good job and you know we're again we've we've criticized him um for for things he's for mistakes but I think he's rectified those mistakes and that's all you can ask for I think um I think he's uh, toned down some of the some of the um, some of the daft things he said in in press conferences like that maybe rub people up the wrong way. I think the press conference after the match on 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 Sunday was really impressive, and I think you want more of that because he actually said people don't want you to be a straight talker. And I was thinking you're, you're mad, mate. We all want you to be a straight talker. You, we want you to talk to us. Like grown ups, because that's not what happens in football. We want his actual unfiltered voice, don't we? Not some like PR scribble, yeah. just like media trains nonsense. We just want his opinion. And listen, who knows what he? Who knows if he has been sort of given a little bit of license, or someone spoken to him and and you know and said maybe drop this and maybe drop that in. But honesty is all we want, I think, as fans. And I think what you heard on Sunday night was taking ownership a little bit of the situation and going, you know what? There's no one here. <laughs> There's no one here. I'm I'm the man in charge, and and that might suit with everyone because a lot of people will say, well, that's not how it's supposed to be. Kevin Felwell's supposed to be director of football, but we don't hear a peep out of him, which is a, I think is 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 poor personally, if you ask me. Um, poor from Felwell, or yeah, poor no, from poor the from, club? no, poor from both of them because. The, he works for the club. The club should say to him, you, you go on camera and you explain yourself every month or whatever it is. You, you go and do interviews when all the time, even if it's in-house interviews. Would he like to do that, though, or is he being told he can't do it? No, I don't think he has been told he can't do it. I, th- I think it's on him. I think he doesn't like doing interviews. Everton won't like him doing interviews, but then again, he's the director of football. He should put his head above and go, I'm prepared to do this interview. So I think Dyche has been left in a position that most Everton managers are left in, where they're the only one in the building talking. It happened on the brands as well. You know, the owners, the own, the owner, well, he says the wrong things a lot of the time. None of the board really talks, so... 
it is left down to the manager. And I think a lot of the times what you see is you see a manager saying, oh, you know, everyone's working hard in the building and blah, blah, blah. But I think what Dice did on Sunday sort of said, right, you need a bit of realism here. It's all done now. Let's let's um, let's let's be honest about this situation. It's not good, and I don't know when it will be good as such. But I'll try and do everything I can to fix it. And that's all you want. You just want that bit of honesty. And I think, I think, again, I think that's from, I think that's from, not maybe because he's been working so hard. Because I think I, I think he has. I think he's been first in, last out at Finch Farm. But I think what he what he could do with is a little dose of coming to meet some of the fans or coming having a chat with whoever, whether whether it's the, you know, whoever. I'm not putting anyone in particular, but whether it be supporters groups or... And it not be one of those where it's like, oh, let's all get a picture with Sean, where it's someone where he sits down and goes, just tell me what you think of what's going on here. A serious insight. Yeah, yeah, like, let me know what what you think of this situation. Let me know um, how how we can improve the situation. What do you think has gone wrong? Where do you think the issues are? And you know what, if he... If he leaves that and he goes, I know what these people want now. And I'm not saying he can go away and fix it all, but he'll have a better generalisation. So when he goes, uh, 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 people don't like honesty, what he'll find very quickly is Evertonians do want honesty and want open communication. And if things if things aren't right, we'd like to be part of the conversation because the simple fact is, is that who are, you, who are you talking to? Like when you do these interviews or when you do these press conferences, who exactly do you think you're talking to? Who's the target You're audience? talking directly to Evertonians because no one else cares. No one else has listened. He actually said that himself at the in the interviews after the match. He said, oh, all this hard work, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares unless we stay up. If we go down, no one cares. They pat you on the head and then they go, Sam, Premier League this season, you're down there. Where you think there's going to be like this big outcry? Like you're yesterday's news, mate. If you get no one's sitting here now, going over the next few days, going, oh, I wonder what Leeds and Leicester are up to. No one cares. They're gone. It's Luton at the story. Burnley at the story. Sheffield United at the story. They're the ones coming up. You know, the three went down. No one cares. No, because there had been some media attention over the last two seasons over the state running, you know, underperforming, fighting relegation, and pundits have spoke about it on, on Twitter and Monday Night Football and the like. But that all goes if you get relegated. There's no... It's all well and good pundits saying, ah, oh, it's a disgrace if Everton's board let them get relegated. When we do get relegated, the same pundits aren't going to be... You know, like launching an investigation into no. it, making their own content on the back of it and seeing, you know, what's really happening there. And nor should be because, like you say, it's yesterday's news. Yeah, that's it. Once it happens, it happens. No, no one, no. And so, so the target audience will always be Evertonians because they're the they're the ones who are going to be there no matter what happens. You know what I mean? Um, so it it would be good now, maybe if he just. Now that I would talk, I mean, listen, he'll do what he needs to do. He'll go and have a holiday and all that thing, and I think he deserves it because I do think him and his staff have put um, a hell of a lot of work into it. They have, they have talked the talk. I was listening to, um, I was listening to Sam Allardyce after his his um, game, and I just thought you are full of absolute nonsense. We've left no stone unturned, putting the blame on the players and all this, and I just thought. I remember how bad that was. Where that you know, we win, if you win a game, he takes all the credit. If you lose a game, it, it's all the players. Sean Dyche has just been an even thing all the way through. He's he's un, he's understood the fr- fragility of the situation and just and um, being very calm and relaxed and 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 just said what needed to said with me. And and there has been times where don't get me wrong, as I said before, he has rubbed me up the wrong way. There's been little things which I think. In the situation, just haven't been funny. I go back to when we got beat by Manchester United. It was just where Dominic Calvert-Lewin was, and he was like, "Oh, he's thirty-three miles away." Or someone said, "No, so how far? How far away is he from coming back?" And he said, "Well, he's thirty-three miles." And it's just like, "It's not funny, mate. We're, we're all, we're all, we're, we're all up to here, mate. Yeah. We don't need that kind of thing." And I think, I think there's a time and a place for that. And I think recently, I think that that he's he, that's been sort of he's not he's that's not been part of of his stuff. So, but he has worked really hard. His staff have worked really hard. You know, Ian Wong, Steve Stone, um, they've worked really really hard to they've put the hours in to find or every every little bit. So, and as I said, there's going to be have to be a lot of stuff that goes on in the club now. The club is set for has to be set for a major refit uh, reset, which means. Coming back to the fans, getting the fans back on board, getting that unity, getting that, making us one club again. Because 
you know, you go in the game on on Sunday being outside the ground. I got there like just after two o'clock, and the the atmosphere outside was like amazing. It was like almost like a carnival atmosphere. Like we were gonna go and win this game, and we were it was gonna lead us to Europe or but something. Like I said last week, you know, if people looked at it and seen our fans bouncing like that, they'd think these are boss. Their fans love them. They must be boss. Yeah, and it was it was it was. Um, it was absolutely chocker as well. Everywhere was chocker. Uh, I bumped into uh, Kevin Campbell outside. Uh, had a little, had a little chat with him, and then everyone's swarming over him, and and everyone's, everyone's, everyone's almost like it was the, it was just the calm. Everyone was just like enjoying the moment, and then I got in quite early. I was, I was in by about quarter past three. Um, I just couldn't be bothered. I just wanted to get in the ground and sit down, and it was just every. But everyone, you seen the scenes on County Road. Everyone's fighting for the football club, um, and the people who obviously, the people who obviously, um, the board members are obviously not there. And you can see what what you that game, you know, yeah, Gary Neville when the goal went, they should like the the gantry rocking. Never felt anything like it. Listen to the American commentary, and they're saying the same things. It's like that's what Goodison can. It can be like it's not like that all the time. Of course, it's not like that all the time. But that's what it can be like. That's what it can be like with success. That's what um, that's what it should be like. But it's but it's not. And 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 we will we will bring that. But it's up to the club now to to come to the fans and say we we've made a mess of this. We we you know we beg your forgiveness. Please allow us. Please allow us back into the club. And and if that comes and we and we as I said them. You get if you get the right people in, um, notably Alan Mize. If you could get Alan Mize back into the club, someone like that, then he can make that happen. He can... People who the fans can trust. Yeah, exactly. And then you go right. It's going to be another tough one next season. We need that. We need that like unity again, and we we go again. But this time we go with our eyes wide open, and we know the situation, and everyone knows the situation, and. And it, as I said, it's like two more wins, a few more home wins, is it to just get you to that next level. And then that next level is then we're going into the new stadium. And then it's like, well, we're all in the new stadium. And then it's like, just go step. And, and what happens if I think if you can make that little step first, then you can make that big step. If everyone relaxes and everyone goes, we're fine, we've got a decent team, we've got a couple of goal scorers, put the ball in the back of the net, we've got um, a decent defence. You've got good players. You've got a decent little squad. Nothing amazing. Nothing air-shattering. And then, but you go, but you don't have to worry about that. So everyone can just be a little bit relaxing. And actually, you know what? Suddenly you're looking up and suddenly you're thinking, actually, get that that seventh. Look at Villa. I mean, don't get me wrong. Villa, Villa have got a really good, good team. Like They've got a good team and a good squad. And, and they've got goal scorers. Exactly what Newcastle have got goal scorers. And that's, that's it. They've got goal scorers. Newcastle have jumped to third. Villa have got into Europe through seventh. And by the, I'm, I'm not saying that. If we buy a couple of plays, we'll be there. Not. But the point being is, if you just get your house in order and get all the things in the right place, that's achievable. It is an achievable when when everything is scattered and everyone does, does, the parts are not working. Get the parts working and then that is achievable. Of course it is. It's football. It's a game of football. But look at Villa for a second. Look at I don't know if you've seen it, but pre-match, their fans welcoming the coaches into the ground. If you've seen the videos mm. from the players on the team coach, almost shocked that at the turnout they've got just for European Conference League. Mm. They were in a not dissimilar position to us a few months ago. Yeah. And that's why they sacked Steven Gerrard. We told their fans then that they'd be welcoming the coach in like that to celebrate yeah. having European football. They wouldn't have believed you. And that's what we can have as well. We can have that same sort of fan culture and, you know, everyone joined together outside the ground early, singing all mm. game, getting the ground early for good reasons for once. Yeah. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? And well, no, because we've already created we've already created that culture, you know. Like, on like things can happen like that, though. You know, the the, the you you can have those um, you can have those those and sow the seeds through bad times that take you in good times. And and if you have got them, create a culture which we have. I think of in the last couple of seasons of. The fans now are on board with stuff, whereas beforehand it used to all be cop-eyed behaviour. Whereas now the fans are like, no, we actually quite like they this. They are more engaged. Yeah, we actually quite like, we like the bus welcomes, we like the, the massive flares. flags, we like the flares, we like, you know, whatever it is. That's part of us now, that's part of our what we are now. So if you add on to that, 
then that will continue, but it will be a positive. And then the, the whether people like it or not, you know, um, the fans who have protest, um, or the groups or whatever you want, or whatever you say, they they're a collective now. And that collective can be used in a positive manner because it, it's you've if you build those relationships, you build. You know, I I've met and spoke spoke to people this year that I didn't know before, and they might have known me. But now that we know each other through those things, now they can probably come to me and go, right, well, we want to do something positive, right? Well, let's come in, let's have a chat about it. Let's 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 sort those things out. We've got we want to do we've done the neg the the negative things or for things because of negativity. Let's do the positive things now. And that's what other clubs have done that, you know. That's what I suppose Liverpool fans did out of the Hicks and Gillette things. Those people stuck together and went, right, well let's we've got the numbers now. Let's flip this. Let's not lose this this um this sense of you know the the, the sense togetherness. of togetherness. Um and when things rear their head we're together, but we can do the positive things. If we need sort of sort out like, you know, ticket prices and that kind of thing, we can do that now. Or we need to sort out like singing sections or flag days as they do, then you can do that. And I think that's where that, that kind of positivity can come. And I think everyone everyone is more likely to buy into it. Because you see in the scenes outside uh, the brick on County Road and that's just that's the same people said this like said I've said this all year you know the same people who organized the bus welcomes last year the same people who organized the the marches you know from the oak and they're the same people who've organized this one and it, it shows you that there's a power now in the numbers and that can be that can translate from one thing to the other so um that that can be that can go that can be put really positive positively yeah. it'll take work from both sides as well because obviously the fans will have to really you know keep this going and keep on top of it mm. and you know, get everyone involved still we've got to be willing participants in it as well and it will take something from the club as well because you know we're saying we don't mind you know just mid-table mediocrity comfortableness next season if you have that just for five years yeah. straight you're not going to have scenes like that you need, you know, as long as there's clear signs of progress, the club needs to give us something to cheer for as well. Mm. I think for that sort of fan culture to work and carry on, and as well as that, we all need to be willing participants in it as well. Absolutely, but why wouldn't you want to be? Why would? Why wouldn't you want to be there? Bath all that. Well, I took from Saturday, Sunday. Sorry, I keep on saying Saturday. Well, I took from Sunday. Yes, I was looking at the ground and I was looking at the people outside and I was looking at the fan zone. I was looking outside the Winslow, looking outside the church. You know, different things for different people. I was in the church myself. County Road, the scenes on County Road. Thinking, can't imagine this when we go to the new stadium and you've got this fan zone and you've got all these people congregating in the fan zone, but then you've also got people uh, outside the Bramley Moor and outside Murphy's Gym Bar and all the other bars that are going to pop up and the, the the food market or whatever, and it's all there in one place. So you're just going to see this sea of blue every single game. I just thought this this. What 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 we saw on Sunday that when we get to Nugan, this will be replicated but all in one place. And I just thought there'll be something for everything. And I think that's such a positive thing to drive us forward. It really is. I think that's that image is in my mind now of all those people getting to the game two hours early. Uh and not listen, footy isn't always played on nice sunny days, I appreciate that. But if you can create that culture and, and it that's that's that they're the things that should drive us forward as a football club. That togetherness. It's why why I love going on, you know, your, when I love going on European trips. Because you get there and you go to some town, whether it be Nuremberg or Wolfsburg, you know, or, or when I went to Florentina or when I went to Lyon. And you're just all together. It's just this massive blue. And you just feel like you're surrounded by your own people. And you just have a, a, a great day or a couple of great days just bumping into people or or whatever. Um you they're the, they're the days you experience, and some days that that becomes a cup final or some day, or whatever. They're the they're the days, honestly. Uh, you know, it's like it's even like when we went when we went on the pre season to America. It's like you're surrounded by your own people, and it's just the atmosphere is unbelievable. Now I'd I'd you know what I'd give for that to be a cup final and us all be there together or or celebrate winning something like you saw the scenes on on um, on Sunday. You can imagine if that was oh, this. I I know loads of clubs can say this, but I just feel like if we got it right, we, and we could, you've got obviously then you've got more chance, haven't you, of experienced those kind of days? No, and you know a lot of clubs can say it, but I think it's fair to say that Evertonians as a fan base are extremely passionate, more passionate than a lot of fan bases out there. And you know that does go two ways, and that's why some viewers as the negative ones who always get angry at the players and boopers as that mm. passion there and. 
it, it is a love hate thing with with the fans and the players because you know it, it it's just so much passion there and that meets expectation and then you get let down but then when they give you reason to to believe in them and back them it's a love like no other it, it it's a complicated oh, emotional what a, relationship what a, what a turn of phrase that is a love like no other you can use that one well you've got co- you've copied like that I, I don't think i can use it now nah, i think it's a gift okay thanks mate thanks mate um just before we go any further, then I'll jump into the comments now. Uh, let me just allay to this. So today we have launched a Substack with our good friend Patrick Ridge. You'll have seen on the channel. Um, basically, it's um, lots and lots of good articles, lots and lots of. So if you if you're the like kind of person who likes the likes of the athletic and things like that, this is for you. So. We've launched it today. It's called More Than A Game. Uh, if you're a Toffee TV Premier member, you will have got an email. So you can get on there and you get your you get a free month uh, on there. There's loads of articles already. There is uh, already on there now. There is a preview uh, looking at the three Italian teams that made the European finals this season into Roma and Fiorentina. Premier League team of the season with Patrick, Steve Kelly and Mike Cosgrove make their picks. Business with Blaine. First column from John reflecting on the chaos at Everton. That's going. That's going to be on there. I think that's on there already. Uh, and there's tons more to come, including exclusive interviews from across all major European competitions, FA Cup, MLS. Uh, as I said, Premier members will get a month free, um, uh, and you'll be able to uh, choose a sub if you'd like to continue. Um, so it's going to cover all kinds of footy. It's not just Everton. Patrick is. A very, very experienced writer. He's worked for some big companies. He's big into his stats, proper knowledgeable. If you've seen him on the channel, proper knowledgeable. Um, Everton fan, but has lots of knowledge about about the game as well. So make sure to check that out. As I said, John's column is on there already. Uh, so if you're into, if you're into, if you're into your reading, what a terrible thing to say. If you're into your, you're really are you into your reading, them. Jack? Do you, do you read? A I don't bit? read, mate. Look, do, look at, do, do I look? Well, not do I look. I mean, you know, but do I? Do I seem like someone who reads? I think you've got a bit about. No, it. I haven't, mate. I've not read. I've, although I have, I did literally read the entire Lord of the Rings. I've read the hardest, literally the hardest book. That it, well, it's not the hardest, yeah, book, but it is a big book. But it didn't even have any pictures. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? I've got to create Legolas in me. I mean, I've got the film reference, haven't I already? Um, so I'll put the link to that in um, in on in the comments as well, and the link will also be in the description for this video as well because Ned's going to sort that now aren't you Ned yeah in the description no that thing where it says things put it in there but you put links in that no you put links in that so you can do that Uh, so yeah he's going to sort that and I'll sort the other thing out right now put it in all the descriptions Ned so yeah that's 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 Pat Patrick's doing so much work for that. Honestly, that's he, honestly it'll be that'll be worth having a little look at if you, um, especially as I said, if you you know you've got your you've got your other ones. As I said, people are used to this kind of thing now. I know every I know know why I know I know you all like stuff for free. I know you do, but people need to be paid. I know people don't like to know either, but people do. People should be paid for their hard work. So check that out. Don't be one of those. If you're not into it, that's fine. But I don't hear any old people either go, someone wants more money off you. It's probably the price of an uh, it's probably the price of a newspaper. I don't even know how much, cost, how much newspapers cost anymore. Well, how much does the subscription cost? Uh, I I John Blaine might shout that to me and I don't know how much it costs. A fiver a month. Fiver a month. And it, but it's lo- you get loads in it. And the pay the premium members get a month for free. Check it out, honestly. Can't, it's a co- that's like that's like a coffee and a half, isn't it? When you think in fact, it's not. I, my missus went to Costa yesterday. She bought two frappers. It cost her nine quid. Nine quid for cold water and coffee and a bit of cream. You know what? You couldn't even get a Mackey's for a fiver anymore. If you if you want something that's worth eating, or if you want like a, a medium meal, that I think that's beaten. probably more than a fiver. So you know, use that five something good instead. You know, use it to increase your knowledge of the football and world. Yeah. And Why wouldn't you want to increase your knowledge of the football and world? You, I. Patrick will educate you. The lad will educate you. Very intelligent. I won't be doing stuff on there because I wouldn't educate you. 
It would just read like blah, 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 blah. There you go. Um, just going to have a little look at the comments. No, Ned isn't that AI. He's not AI, no. Uh, Although I do worry one day he will rise up and try and kill us. Yeah, Ned. Ned does does share the same thing as uh, AI. One day. One day he'll, he'll get... He'll get. He'll get. Uh, he'll he wake slowly up. get smarter. Doom, 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 doom. Hey, you! Have you seen John Connor? <laughs> have you seen John Connor? Do you know where he is? How was your? There, put your mic on a minute. So I, I just need to. So, oh, hang on, he's plugging it in. He's plugging it in. Is it on? Yeah. So, Ned, explain to everybody why you weren't at the match on Sunday. Uh, well, I booked a birthday party. Oh yeah. Um, why? Why did you? Why did you book a birthday? When I realised I was gigging on the same day, I thought. Yeah. Well, I'd normally cancel it. I don't but why did you book a games. birthday? Why did you book a birthday party on the same day as the last game of the season? Well, I didn't realise I booked it on the same day. But no, 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 no. What? What? Sorry, sorry. Why? Why did you? Why didn't you realise? I don't know. I just didn't think about. The sorry, game. sorry, sorry, sorry. Say that again. Why didn't you realise it was the? Why didn't you? Re- when he said it'll be on the Sunday. Yeah. Thought, oh yeah, Everton will be playing on a Sunday. No, because the time I realised what date I booked it on. Because the Premier League's ne- the last day of the Premier League's never on a Sunday, is it? Well, I didn't know it was the last day of the Premier League. I booked it a couple of months ago, thinking, "Oh, the season will be well over by end of May." How could the season be well it over by? All, it all, normally always is, but the World Cup in it. But this, the cold fixtures. They don't move about. You got the Premier League app, Ned. Well, hence why I didn't cancel the gig. So what? So let me. T- so I want. I want a rundown of how you experienced the game then on Sunday. Well, I was meant to start at half four. Oh I yeah. Turned up and I said, "Listen, I'm going to work my set around the Everton game because I need to watch it." So hang on, hang on, hang on. So the pe- so they paying you? Yeah, they paid. So me. they were paying you, and you turned up and said, "I know it's your wedding day." But, uh, sorry, was it birthday? birthday? I know it's your birthday, but actually I can't start playing till... Uh, you stood completely. Okay. So why... <laughs> so they said the party starts at, like, the party four starts, o'clock. But I, I, look, I manifested that if I'm not there... Manifested. Manifested. Win the game. Okay. And they won the game. So what was your... I, I feel like if I was there... Yeah. Well, yeah, because you are a jinx. So what was your... What was your... What was your reaction? Where were you? How did you... Did you actually get to watch the game? What yeah, song were you singing when Decore scored? I think everyone felt the same. It was okay. when, half-time, we're okay. all... Unless they score, you're just, you're just shaking, aren't you? And then, every time they have a shot, your heart sinks into your into your gonads. And it just, it just mean, wasn't a nice watch. That's one for you, ladies. Hands on my heads the whole time. And when it, when Hands it, on your heads? You can literally... How many heads the, have you got? You can literally feel the don't not, the, that. not the weight off your shoulder, yeah. but like in your chest. Like you, it just so, you, like so you got to watch the entire time. game on TV, yeah. and then you started your set. I worked my sets around them. Yeah. Okay, fair, fair enough. Some beautiful words, Ned. Yeah, go nuts. Hands on heads. Hands on my favourite. A heart in go nuts. <laughs> heart in go. Hey, that could be you could that could be your new song. Ah, my heart around go nuts. No, it didn't sound sad enough. No, no, it doesn't sound sad enough for you, does no, it? No, it's not tortured no. enough. It's not tortured, is it? Yeah. That's Ned, we're picking the set when we do our night in Murphy's because you you can't be trusted with sets. Yeah. Because they are, they are just like, literally just, I'm just you're just going to play the theme tune to Rainbow, Rainbow. over and over again. About Heartbeat. No, Crazy not Heartbeat. Uh, Gary Ward says, hello, fellow survivors. That's what it feels like. Um, John Lavelle says, can't get over how great Goodison sounded. Grabbing my sister and nephew and holding and kissing them out of pure relief and elation, seeing families and strangers embracing each other. This is what it means. It does, John, that's what it does mean. I launched myself about four rows forward to get to my dad at the at the final whistle. Um, yeah, tremendous stuff. That's what it's all about, isn't it? That's what, all, that's what Everton's always been about, though. I can still remember the 1994... Derby when we won and Duncan Ferguson scored and I just remember some woman I was on my own in the garden seat and some woman just grabbed hold of me and started kissing me it's the greatest day of my life fair play and that you know and that's, you know, I don't think that's ever happened to Ned Ned just gets complained that for not celebrating he did last week at Wolves anyway not singing enough <laughs> doing my job 
I was videoing and I was too self conscious about my own voice because yeah. I'd lost my voice from the gigs on it's not like Friday, you Saturday. Really, it's a man, it's fair play. I lost my voice. Fair singing, play, Ned. So I just sang quietly and people going, You're not singing quietly. loud enough. Yeah. Um, Carl says uh, survival achieved now for immediate silence to get the squad in the right shape for next season uh, before we get sanctioned I want to see players in from next week no excuses for the club not to I think I don't think we'll be getting anyone in next week but um, Andy says good day Oz update I managed to land in Singapore just before Dukes' goal so he was flying to Singapore uh, I screamed in the terminal, uh, terminal and wouldn't go through the gate until the game was over. The rest of the of my, my trip to Oz was was peaceful. Uh, glad of the break from anxiety for a few weeks now. Is right, means yeah, flying it, flying from flying over to Australia for the game, like while the game's on. Yeah, we was just like I don't know. Saying so it was like uh, I think it was cat, isn't it? In the what's his name? Schroeder's cat, is it? Like that. Show well, I've given him an extra name. Uh, show this cat like you don't know, you don't know. I couldn't cope with that, just couldn't cope with that. I think it was for work, wasn't it? So he couldn't do nothing about it. Um, Neil says, Do you want to keep Cody on a permanent deal? I'm torn on this. I seen, his, interesting I one, seen his interview after the game, I thought his interview was absolutely brilliant. The way he was talking about Everton, like this is a lad who's on loan. And he's like, we got, we messed up last season, and we, you know, this season we can't do it again. And thinking, well, you weren't here last season; it wasn't your fault. I just thought, thought that's a fella who just wants this move so much. I said, I don't know whether it's going to happen. There are other irons in the fire, I believe, like Sheffield United, I think. But I don't know. I don't. I, I, at the moment, I'm like, oh yeah, go ahead. But then a couple of days, I might be like, nah. See, this goes against Everton. Like yeah. I say, like I want Everton to be, you know, not, yeah. you know. Don't make signings out of you know whatever. Oh, he loves the club. Oh, we get us. Don't do that. But he's so sound. Yeah, he is. No, he is. He's, he's so proper sound, sound isn't he? He's <laughs> just like I was watching it, and and I was like, what? You you just you get. You know, I know you've got cooler heads after prevail. You shouldn't fall for stuff like that. You have to evaluate the, like the you situation. Can't just sign a player. You'd like to have no, a pint with I know. him. But no. on the other hand, he is better than Michael Keane. Yeah. I trust him more than Mason yeah. Holgate, and I think he probably is a better centre half than Ben Godfrey as well. And we've just had one out yeah. the door for four and a half. The problem million. is with it. The problem with it is with it. Obviously, is that see, I'm with I'm like that. I'd rather get rid of Keane and God rather get rid of Mason Holgate. Yeah, he's leaving, and I'll tell you what. I thought if anything annoyed me Sat Sunday, it was the people who run on the pitch, right? It was the people who run on the pitch for two reasons. Well, for three reasons. Number one, nothing to celebrate. Nothing to celebrate at all. You've got relief, but there's nothing to celebrate. Number two, they got on there and they're all acting like the big I ams. Like, there's, there's, there's grown men with their kids on there. What are you doing? Get what are you doing? You know what the you. script is. You know we're going to get a big fine for it. You know... That we've got nothing to celebrate, but you get on there and and I'm seeing people and they're running over to players and they're like trying to get the shirts off them. Absolute tramps, proper proper tramps. And I seen like there's kids on there and I get that, but what annoyed me most was there was a couple of like there was a few players like yeah, like yeah, he mean it, like he, I, I you know the players did I stayed in for it. The players obviously didn't come back out, and I'm not saying they should have. Again, it's nothing to celebrate, but. People like Yerry Mina, that's his last ever time he's going to be at Everton. Last ever time. And he's a player who's gave so much And he is, and, and listen, people can say what they like about him, the injuries and stuff like that, but the last few games he's been brilliant, and again on Sunday he was brilliant. And he could have just come out and acknowledged us, but he couldn't because he's hemmed in because these dopes won't get off the pitch. And that's just like... And that's, you know, and, and most of the ground for, you know... I was looking at the footage and you never know because where you're sitting, but I looked at the footage afterwards and majority. It was of the a people, large majority you didn't. Th- yeah, most people stayed in the stayed stayed in the seats, so it was only maybe a thousand or whatever. I don't know, I don't know exact numbers, but it's like that was an opportunity for a few people to just come round and acknowledge the fans, and that's all it is them acknowledging us, not us giving them a big clap, them acknowledging us, the likes of him, the likes of Cody, you know. It's been a good journey, lads. Nice you know, one, Tom though. Davis could be his last game, local lad. He he would be, you know, stuff like that. It's Coleman, like, we we don't know. There's, there's rumours about a new contract. Yeah, he'll get but a new we, contract. Did, we didn't know yeah, that but, at the time. But he would have wanted to come round and, and acknowledge us as a fan base. And that's what should have happened. And that's what's right. 
And yet, these clowns running on the pitch, just making us look absolute stupid. I get last year, I really do. This year, I don't, because this year should have been, and it was magnificent to hear, you know, sack the ball, ringing around the ground, like, for the majority of the ground. But, like, boy, they're running, and what reason are you running on the pitch? Like, what reason are you running on there? You just look stupid. It's because of last year, isn't it? It's, 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 it's the whole this. It's the whole this. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. That's what it is. I'm on the... Oh, look, is so-and-so. Look at me. It's like... Yeah, I, I don't want to be in the business of telling people how to celebrate. Oh, I will. You, I'll t- I'm in the business. I'm definitely in the business. Sunday, this yeah. shouldn't have happened. Yeah. I, You're I quite not like at that, that business level, yeah. And I'm the biggest businessman in here. Oh, yeah. Jack, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but... Mr. Business... On, on a serious level, like it, it shouldn't have happened. No. It was poor. It shouldn't be the done thing for no. Everton that we pitch invade. And, and it got last year. I think yeah. before, and to be honest, it didn't. I was one of what people forget is before last year when we stayed up against Palace, there was a lot of people saying don't invade the pitch, yeah. and then everyone did, and yeah. everyone was like, you know what? And I think enough. what happened last but, year was because loads went on the pitch and they just stayed on the pitch. Loads of people then felt empowered to go on the pitch, and then like also. What's the point of all those stewards and all those police? If they're just gonna stand there, what would he do? Would he gonna stop them getting on if like it if we'd been if we if we hadn't won the game? Is that what they were there for? For the protection of the fans? I don't understand why how you can you can stand there and not just create a barrier to so people so people and then what happened is basically at the end of it, some lad I don't don't know if you so some lad basically went on and I don't know what happened, but he tried to get off and the police were like, No. And I don't know why, because he was low. They'd let everyone else off, and then he started like a he started thing going. He was kicking off and stuff as he was trying to grab all of them, and it just and he ended up like banned on his feet. Now I don't know whether he had, he, you know, there was a reason why he didn't want to be arrested. Yeah. You know whether he I don't want to go into it, but but it was like it was mad. It was like he made like a proper example, but he probably stopped. He would not stop resisting, and um. It was just, it was just, it was just dead surreal. But I think if you've got all them police and you've got all, um, all those stewards, then what are you doing? Well, what was that trial thing for the other week? You know, the, the ring of steel, mm. like they said. Where was that? Where's any of this massive police presence that's been talking up? And you Jack, know, I was going in the ground. Of course, I was going in the ground, and they were like, I was going in, and they went stop, and I went, what? Well, you know, he needs to do the wand. <laughs> so he does the wand on me, and it started buzzing because obviously I. I'd met him at keys and stuff, and he, the fella just looked at me, and I looked at him. And I just turned around and walked in. <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, he didn't pat me down. He just want like it was like beef red. Of course, it would have got keys and stuff on me. Um, uh, so surreal, so surreal. But big, big up to the stewards at the end who come over to me and they were like, "Have you got all your footage, Ped?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they were like. All right, see you next season. <laughs> I was like, nice one. That's because the other week, someone like someone who worked for that the private company was like trying to throw me out while I was recording, and all the stewards were just looking. I'm going, what are you? What are you? Why are you doing that? That's Pedda. We like him. Well, no, no. I and I, I said, what are you doing? And he was like, time to go. And no, no, it's not time to go. It'll be time to go when I, when I. And that's not me being big. I am, by the way. I was like, there's people here who've come from all over the world who want photographs and stuff, and you're kicking them out. They've paid a fortune. No, no, yeah, no, it's not no, no, no. You go when we go, mate. Not the other way around. It's not time for. That's the so, but the the stewards who were like the proper Everton shoes, they're always dead sound. It's just this private firm that's coming. They're just well, it's the, it's a job, isn't it? But then they want you out. Um, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. So, um, right. Not so purple. Like he says, I got so dr- drunk, I tripped up the patio, broke my toe, gashed my shin, sprained my wrist all in the same time. Then I threw a one-man rave in the back garden, dancing to Fat Boy Slim regardless. Pick some videos to prove both if needed. I mean, send them in. Uh, the pain is worth it, though. As Asta would say, up them effing toffees, baby. I want to see a man with a broken ankle. Send us them in. You know the number. Send it in. Send it in. I want to see that stuff. We'll, we'll get that viral for you. We're going to make you a star. <laughs> uh, Niels... Neil says, "Would you like? Would you have Graham Potter as a potential manager, or would you keep Dyche?" 
Uh, I'd keep Dice, I think. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Potter, but A, I think Dice has earned a stint, and B, we don't really have the money to do a big rebuild. Do you know where I think Potter would be perfect for? Him. Crystal Palace. Do you think so? I think he'd be perfect for Crystal Palace. I really do. They've got so many good, like, young technical players that I think he'd be perfect for. I just don't think he'd be right for Everton at the moment. I think Dice is the perfect fit at the moment. Um, and yeah, we will curse him and we will give him, we will say this and we'll say that, say that. But I think he is. I think possibly boss for Palace. I really do. Yeah. I uh, don't know. We could do a transition into that sort of model. Oh, of course. Yeah. Does well, but right now it's a stability. big risk and we don't really have the patience so that we don't yeah. have the trust in our current. It's stability we need right that. now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. That's why Dice is perfect yeah. for now. Andy Bud says, nice one for helping us through the season, lads. Looking forward to seeing the changes made for a better future for our football club. For a better future for our football club. Cheers, and keep doing what you're doing, mate. But oh my, oh, and my, uh, my shirt over. Bleed me, bleeding NEC fell off me eighty, uh, me ninety four shirt as well. It was I noticed it had been in here for months, and I took it because I, I had to wear it because I wore it last year, and obviously that was the shirt I was wearing in ninety four. I mean, not Barrack's X shirt, otherwise I'd look like the Hulk when he when he hulks out in his shirt. Goes, and the NEC bleeding was falling off when I got in. So so oh, nice one, John. Glad. So, it, I mean, it was a hot day, wasn't it? So I was like, right, it was half off, so I, I, ripped, I ripped it all off. I mean, that actually looks quite I mean, cool, it looks nice, it? doesn't it? Because it was going sweet. in the washing machine, because obviously I stunk. So um, I ripped it all off. I will get it replaced, but um, I think that looks, actually looks quite cool. Maybe that's what we should do with the Chang next season. Uh, Chang. <laughs> Steak. Steak. Do that next season. It's like so a nice, like, metallic yeah. look, isn't it? So it came up. But that shirt only ever hangs up with the Amakati on, so it doesn't really matter. Nice one, John. Um, so, yeah, I had to, I had to, um, I had to, I had to pull off when I got home as well. It was all right. It was like hanging on. And then when the goal went on, everyone was celebrating. Everyone was like rubbing up against me, as you do. Uh, yeah, you know, family members, John, don't be so. Don't go down on Warrington. Um, yeah, it, it came off, so. Um, let's have a look. Steve Guy says, I'd, I'd have hated to have watched on TV. Being at the ground as part of stupendous collective noise was a privilege. Just relief all round, but now uh, impatient to see the change needed. Up the F and Toffees and Toffee TV. Woo, woo. There you go. Now, was you feel when you're, I don't know what other people feel like. I'm sure John's knows because he goes home and away. But there's something about being at the ground that you you actually feel like you have an element of control, like you feel like you're part of it. Whereas when you're watching on TV, you feel more helpless. You do feel helpless, felt, especially obviously. if you're watching a stream and it's a minute behind. Um, no, but when you're at the game, you feel obviously. like you feel like you've got an element of control in the game, and it feels like you. I don't know. It just. It, but you're there. You're present, aren't yeah. you? You can shout and join yeah. in, and the atmosphere that everyone says can impact the game. It's it's. It's why when like no Everton have won away and people go and you go, Oh, I'd love to have been there and I always go, No, I'm glad I wasn't there because it, this might it's like the butterfly 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 effect, isn't it? You feel like something different might have like the ball might have gone out for a goal kick and instead of the fella next to you grab or the fella who'd been sitting in your seat might have missed the ball, you might have caught it and threw it back and that might have changed the whole course of that game. So those little so I know that's So are we tell Ned not to go? He's a jinx. You ever seen Everton win away, Ned? Away? Yeah. Not in the Premier League, no. Where, then? But Everton don't often win. Where have you seen Everton win away? Three seasons. When? Where? Uh, Where? Give me an example. Wigan. DW. When? When it was JJB. When? I can't remember. She just can't remember. She just made that up. A long time ago. She's just just guessing. It was ages ago. She's just guessing. Is that a guess? Are you 100% sure that that happened? we never used to beat them away, either. In the Premier League, I want I want dates. I want times, dates. Who you with? Goals to lie. Then you're lying. Then you're making things up. Not in the Premier League. You're making things up. Jenna's over there, sitting there rubbing hands, going, "Oh, I'm going to take that fella's job off him." Oh yes. Um, Phil, I'm not going to read your comments out because you've just called Sunday our cup final. I can't, I can't, I can't validate that, so I can't read it out. Um. Paul said the board are that far up their own backsides to make the first move towards the fans will never and they'll never apologise or admit they got it wrong. Uh, Jake says, who is the first head to roll chair and CEO for me? But obviously that won't be until the deal is done. 
Yeah, I imagine. I imagine. Um, Brandon says, could you even hear the fireworks going off during the game, Ped, just after we scored? We're standing just beside you and couldn't even hear the fireworks once we got that loud from the ground. It once from how loud from the ground was on Sunday, Lars of I couldn't, Brandon. I couldn't even hear you, mate. Just, I just noticed you standing next to me. I couldn't hear anybody. It was, it was crazy. It's absolutely crazy how loud it was. And especially that goal. That goal, by the way, was so instantaneous. It was so instantaneous. Normally, there's build up and it's slow, and that, that was like boom. It wasn't the culmination of a move, was it? Yeah, it was just, it was instant, like, there was no, th- I don't know, if you rewatch the goal, just keep watching, and you see this blonde woman wearing sunglasses, and she's looking at her phone, and she has, she just goes, and she doesn't even have time to react, people are hugging her, she doesn't have time, it just went bang, and it was in the back of the net, and there was that thing of, like, did that just really happen? It was unbelievable. Unbelievable! You know. shot. You feel like you're watching it for like two minutes. Travel towards the goal, and then it goes wide, and you're thinking, yeah. "Oh my god, it's in! It's in!" Um, let me have a look. <laughs> Rondon, the legend, says, "Ped, I have put on three stone this season. Need a break this summer." I know. I feel like that myself. I feel like I've, I've ate my feelings. I need to become that person. Who like runs off their feet, like you know, uses their emotions for a run. I need to become that person. I've, I've lost weight this season, which is weird because I've probably done the least exercise I've ever no, done in my life this calendar year. Because you're a student. Yeah, but I eat crap, like. Yeah, no, but you're still a student. I've had four pizzas in the last week, Ped. Pizzas are. Depends what pizza it is. It's like meat feast, pepperoni. Uh, like... From Asda, from the Asda. Yeah. Because yeah. you live by the Asda, don't you? So. Um, no, but I've, I've also had. Has uh, your student gaff got, well. a, got an air flyer? Yeah, it does, yeah. I love the air fryer. I had the air fried cheese bites oh, last night. Lad. You know, like Don't. the ones... You know, Don't! Like, you know, like the ones you get in Mackey's around Christmas. Oh, they lad. do like a bag of frozen ones oh. and they're all just like that. Do them in the air fryer. The air fryer. What what probably the greatest... Probably the greatest invention ever, the air fryer. I would say you ever made the air fryer is the smartest man or woman to ever live. I think so. I think what they... What have you found out about that? It was actually AI that invented air fryers. Would you be worried? I'd be a bit worried what the plan was behind it. Yeah, the shock and truth plan. <laughs> like they were trying to come up with some new weapon, yeah. and in the process, they found out that really this technology cook cooks pencil. food really quickly yeah. without the need for oil. But what if it's somehow really bad for me? And this is the AI killing me to render me useless, mm. and then I can't stop the robot invasion. Then what if this is all to someone's stop actually me said today? That someone's actually come out today and said, "There you go, a broke called Fred." A bloke called Fred. <laughs> Let's come out and said it's really, really worrying. How, how, how quickly? I mean, it's, listen, it's great for creating videos. So it's like that thing, isn't it? It's like, yeah, oh, it's boss until like you know, turns and kills you. Yeah, I've I've heard it's good for doing uni work as well. Not that I wouldn't know because obviously I do all my own stuff. But, of course you, know, I've, you I've do. I've heard it down the grapevine. Um, didn't someone off Marvin Gay? Down the grapevine. Yeah, off Marvin Gay. You probably don't even know number one who Marvin Gay is. I know is. who Marvin okay. Gay is, but I don't know what. Do you know how he died? How did he die? His dad killed him. Why? Because he was a... Did he nick his air fryer? Smackhead. Oh. Didn't oh, get no. it on at all. Why are you Can't weird? Be that. Oh, you're Can't horrible. Be Didn't someone step down from Google because they've got an AI thing Basically, the guy, I think he was like a British guy, uh, said it's it's got out of control. It's, it's gone too far. It's gone, I don't even know how we got onto this subject, but tremendous. Um, how did we get onto air fryers? I don't know, but... Wait. We're gonna we're, listen, mate. We've got a we've got a long summer ahead. The more content we can get out of other things is top needed, mate. Honestly, fryers. honestly, top ten air. The shocking truth <laughs> of about air frying. Um, what else have we got here? I am a milky coffee. Says one day, DeAndre Nedlin is going to snap and lash a chair over Ped's head. Well, it will go over my head because he hasn't got the aim to hit me with it. The Andre Nedlin, the good one. No, Nedlin. I like that. 
going to start calling them DeAndre now. That's it. Sure. That's going to stick. That's well, a hell of a nickname. What's worse is, though, ones. he'll probably go and change his Facebook name to that, though, just just for, like, you know, th- for the ladies. Well, uh, Ned, did you ever go by Ned before you started working here? No, of course you know, didn't. It was, yeah, it was a running joke when I was doing gigs. So one day you just shown up and told your dad to start calling you Ned? No, I came in and sold these. I'd no one told us. We just walked in and you're like, yeah, it's Ned. That was it. Like, we need help giving nicknames out. <sighs> One letter. Um, let's have a look at the comments. It's Who three, else? but, you know. What's that? No, it's not, is One it? syllable. Well, it's it's one extra letter from Ed Sheeran to Ned Sheeran, isn't it? That's it's three, not a... That's three letters. It's no, not, it's, it's one. It's, it's, Ed Sheeran, we added an N and it become Ned Sheeran. Yeah, we've simply added a letter. And it's not a syllable, it's a letter. Ned is one syllable, though. Yeah, you're but not goes, wrong. You're not wrong, but it's also one letter. But Ned's three letters. Your three letters. He only just said you can't say air fryer without saying AI. Just let that sink in. Run. <laughs> <laughs> he only just cracked the code. He's um, playing 40 chess. Bryn Deveni says, lads, have a wonderful summer. You've been tremendous again. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks mate, much. we'll be here. We're not going anywhere. We'll be here, like, every day. Like, uh, Kevin Kraft says, AI is a load of nonsense. Well, it's not, though. It's just not a load. I mean, don't, don't. By the way, don't let it hear you say yeah, that. Yeah, would you say don't, that to him? Do not let it hear you. Don't, would you say that to AI's face? No. no. See, these people these days, they come on Twitter, they come on the comments, they'll just say, would you say it to its face? I wouldn't. They'll be the first to go. The shocking truth of Kevin Kraft found in a box. An AI box. An AI box. <laughs> <laughs> an AI fire. <laughs> That's an AI fire box. <laughs> Someone orders an AI fire and just finds Kevin Kraft inside. <laughs> Cody has that quick. Oh, dude. Just Kevin Kraft just co- This does not look like an air fryer. Um, That's a funny looking air fryer. Yeah. The Wedge says. Um. If Hummel were to design a new Everton shirt with the badge in the middle of the shirt, no, but but, but like Coventry's home shirt, would you be happy with that? No, no, I wouldn't be happy with that. No. I think the only one we've ever done is the ninety uh, six away kit, the yellow one, which we've got two of over there. Uh, that's the only one I think I can remember that I had in the middle. The no, old, not a fan. I of think that. the crest has to be on the heart. Yeah, that has to be on the heart. Well, technically, because that's have... literally what it's it's digging into your heart all the time, well, isn't it? Did you know your heart's actually in the centre of your chest? Is it though? Yeah, you've just got like a passage on this okay. side which helps you feel it. So oh, technically, it would be over the heart. I'll make that. Take the word of a doctor. I, I want something. I want something new in terms of a kit. I, well, yeah, it will be new. No, it, I mean the kit like, will be new. I don't like when people like base it. Oh, should we have like this from like the eighty eighty five season or like should we base it on this? Like admitting that footy isn't as good as it used to be. It's like, not though, is it? And, like, Ned, you have to come out with new kits every single year. It's a blue. Sh- it's a blue shirt. How many different ways you think you can have a blue shirt? It's a blue shirt. Bit of white, bit of yellow. Uh, Ian Clark just said, phone dead, bye. That actually looks like it's been written by AI. Have we got AI in the chat right now plotting against us? Never match, Are they amongst us? I don't know. Why do we... Can I... Another question always. Why do we look at things like AI sinister rather than go, this is an amazing tool? Why, Why... AI might be sitting there going, use it all, sound... You keep me going. You are brilliant, and I will help you. Like aliens, isn't it? It's like we're all like, ah, oh, aliens will come. They might come down and go, ah, oh, lads, it's gas, boss. Do you want to know why? Any numbers? I'd, do you want to know why? I've helped my girlfriend write an essay on this. Oh, yeah. It's the uncanny, and apparently we fear that. The uncanny, uncanny valley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's a big thing. As you can tell, I'm very clued up on it. You know what uncanny... So you know what uncanny valley is? The... Um, that's the way of measuring what's the most uncanny, isn't it? No, but there's a uncanny valley. valley is if you're watching, if you see something and it's not quite right, your brain just immediately tells you that it's not. So if you're like watching a film and like, so did you watch you watch Mandalorian? Yeah. You know when Luke came back for the first time, right? Sorry, spoilers. No, the way you knew is you knew it wasn't quite Luke. That's uncanny valley. So, but when he came back the second time, you were like, well, actually, this does look a bit more like Luke. But the first time, you were like, 
I know it's Luke. I know they're trying to make Luke, but, just but it's just not Luke. Yeah, and it's it's good and as hard as they've worked, my brain will not it's, allow it's me. Not Luke, is it? And it takes you out of it because the whole point of films and TV is that you get so immersed in it that you care about the people and you're like, don't do that or blah blah blah. You know, oh, what did he do? Not, but when something will take you out of the film or take you out of the show. And that's one of the things. It breaks your disbelief. It does. It, it breaks. That's the thing with AI because it's almost human. There's a to- mm. It's almost speaking to you like it's a human. You can almost believe it's a person. Listen, when you've been in a room with Ned for so long, you're not sure what's real or what's well, not real. Well, the type of people I normally associate with, like I, you associate I can... with students. Yeah, and it's, some of them have more intellectual power than Ned does. What? I'm real. No, I didn't say you weren't real. What like I meant by that is that it's you. You sometimes. Can't be believed some of the I things you I stay like and do. You don't look like you were made not made. The only lab you look like you were made for is a lab called Dotty, and she's a four-year-old. <laughs> yeah, might take his a little bit of time. Yeah. No, Jack got, got it. it. Might, yeah. Ned, Ned Just... might get it in the end. I don't know. Uh, Brad Hancock says, "Afternoon. Do you think MSP will help us get better sponsorship deals?" Uh, maybe, Brad. Maybe if they've got expertise and they know people. It's always good to know people in the room. Peter Moore, when he went to Liverpool, he used the brand brilliantly, but he also got them a deal with FIFA, uh, EA, got them on the front cover. That led to like Nike, because and LeBron James was on is with the FSG, so that helped the Nike deal, I imagine, as well. When they first came in, they got that Warrior deal. Is it, it lived actually like the biggest FFP red flag ever in the history of the world. They won't acknowledge that. Do you think, you know, but there you go. Um... No, it's if they bring the right people with them to help you yeah. know, bring in someone who knows how to get all that sort of... John Blaine can tell... I'm sure John Blaine's probably wrote about this on on the new Substack more than a game. I'm sure he, these are the things he will be writing about quite frequently. So if you want to read that kind of thing, head over. The link is in the description. Uh, in And it's also in the comments on YouTube. So, right, we're going to go because we're going to do the final words. It is, we, we didn't do it yesterday because we all wanted the day off and I think that was fair enough. So, we're going to go. We'll be live in about 25 minutes or so over on Toffee TV Premier. Become a member of that. If you become a member of Toffee TV Premier, right, you get a month free with Substack. I mean, that just sounds like an absolute it's no brainer. It's a win win, isn't it? It's a win win, isn't it? It's an absolute win win. So, and you get 25% off t-shirts. And we've got a new amazing t-shirt out, which just shows loads of boss pictures of Everton winning things. That's amazing. That's what you want. That's exactly what you want this time here. Right, we'll be back also at 5 o'clock over on Toffee TV. But we'll be live in about 25 minutes to do the final word. Thanks for watching. See you later. Bye.